Today on episode 72 of the Home of Play podcast, we recap EA Play's live 2021 event. Otherwise, we don't have too much news this week. Let's get to it. Not enough news to talk about. Let's get some intro. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to episode 72 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday, the two best friends join forces to give you the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, and reviews. And that is because we're the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. Well, hello. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff that you do not need here. This allows us to bring you the PlayStation news that you actually need or want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy at your leisure. We only ask you to help support the show by telling your friends, families, and neighbors about the podcast and that they can find us on all your favorite podcast services choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month we're growing and it's all because of your lovely gaming homies helping to spread the cost through the power of word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, or complaints, we want to hear from you. Please send any of those to our email address, homeofplaypodcast at gmail.com, and then we can read your questions on the show or alone in private while we discuss all the non-news that we got this week. That is right, we have very little news. Um, yeah, it, it's a tough week this week. There's, you know, there's been some tidbits out there, but um, not anything that I feel like me and Chris really can dive deep into like we traditionally do with the bigger triple a news uh so we added a lot of homework there'll be some pre-discussion stuff um but it, basically we're just going to be covering the ea uh live play or play live god forbid if i can remember um and that's all we're going to do so other than that we'll just do what we always do which is getting into what we did this last week and we will start with chris well, I have been doing a little bit of stuff. I'm actually just starting my vacation now. So in the next two weeks or so, I'll probably have more gaming updates for you. But um, console wise, uh, so the biggest update, which also I know you share with this news is we finished Demon Souls. Yeah, that was pretty good. I know uh, we did it co-op. Uh, we did yours, I think, first. Uh, and then I died almost instantly because I got trapped in a corner and he did an AOE that I didn't know. I got locked into a corner. I didn't know I could stun him with my spell, which I could have easily done. Meanwhile, I'm running around a circle trying to get out away from it. But uh, And then you soloed it pretty much. And then we did it again and it was much easier the second time. And, and once I knew I could stun him, we just kept pulling his focus and easy peasy. Um, and then we started... Uh, well cleaned up a little bit of trophies i found a couple rings that i was missing i'm trying to make it easy enough where my second playthrough uh i just have to get the remaining trophies which is like a couple of the boss specific ones the rings all the different spells and stuff and then yeah we started new game plus uh we did the up to the first boss at least and that was we noticed a difference in difficulty but it was still pretty easy i think at that point then we went on to the next area and oh my god kill me now which m happened many many times because holy crap the difficulty jumps up a lot the difficulty is insane <laughs> almost too much so yeah yeah we beat the game uh got new game plus it is not enjoyable i think the spike is way too high in difficulty like you said the first area was fine it didn't intimidate us at all and then you move on to any other area and it just seems like one hit kills. It demands perfection. I'm not really loving that. Um, I'd almost rather just start a new game, new character 
and have a much happier experience overall. Like I said, I need to have progression in my life. Otherwise, I just feel like I'm killing what little gaming time I already have in my week. Um, and I can, I'll touch more about that when I talk about my own week. Um, but yeah, basically, I just echo what Chris is saying. It uh, And I, I've spoken to other Soul fans, and they kind of echoed the same thing we said, which is that the, the spike is drastically higher in this game to New Game Plus than many of the others. So it's just, maybe it's just because it was the first game of the series, they didn't really know what the hell they were doing at the time. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but anyway, yeah, I'll just let you keep going, Chris. Um, so that's pretty much all I did on console. Um, probably looking forward to jumping into more of that in the coming weeks, as well as maybe starting Mass Effect 2 up again. I know I was kind of just, it was a lot of Mass Effect, so I needed to take a break. Um, but I'm kind of feeling the itch to get back into that one. Uh, that's pretty much it for console on PC. Uh, still been playing a lot of Team Fight Tactics. The new season started up on Wednesday. So there's a couple new uh, groups that of characters, Sentinel, Cannoneer, and they took out a couple characters, added some new ones. So it's a little bit fresh, new items. Um, so having fun with that. I even bought the actual season pass this time, uh, or whatever, the battle pass, because... Uh, I have that Google Rewards app on my phone, uh, which gives you like, you do kind of surveys and they give you like anywhere from 10 cents to a dollar a survey. Uh, so I had money that was built up on there. So I, I pretty much got the pass for free because um, League has, or TFT has their own uh, phone app. So I was able to get that. So that's pretty cool. Cause I mean, the, 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 that money actually, I guess expires after a year if you don't use it. So. I was like, okay, may as well use it because mine was expiring in, in a week anyway. So, or at least some of it anyway. Uh, so I got the the battle pass for that, having lots of fun with that. Uh, what else did I play? I did a little bit of battle, uh, or not battle royale, well, battle royale. Uh, PUBG, we did a couple rounds. Uh, there's a new map on there. It's a pretty nice map. Uh, kind of open in some areas, so it's definitely like a sniper's paradise. Uh, we got, I think, one chicken dinner or two. Uh, I did pick up a game that I was watching a couple of reviews for. It's called uh, Wildermyth. Uh, it's like a... It, the graphics are kind of like... It's like a combination of like XCOM tactics style combat sort of with like the characters all kind of look like Paper Mario. And then there's like lots of gear and stuff and there's a world map. It, it's pretty good. I haven't put too much time into it. Uh, but I'm looking forward to getting into that one. You can actually play that one co-op with up to like five people or something. It's not bad. I'm enjoying it. Uh, and then the other one on the Xbox Game Pass I'm playing is Wasteland 3. Uh, I, I'm the one who got uh, one of my buddies into it. I suggested it. It was like we looked at it. I was like, this looks good. And then he plowed through the whole game like wicked quick. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't ready. So, and I'm finally actually trying it now. And oh my God, it's like the spiritual successor to Fallout Tactics. I loved that game back in the day. That was my one of my favorite Fallout games. I uh, just used to redo it over and over again. My dad would play it too. And then we tried to do different things where it's like, I'd have this type of team, he'd have this type of team. And we play at the same time on two different computers. It was fun. Uh, but this one's like the spiritual successor to it because it's very similar to Fallout Tactics. Just more. Like there's just... There's dialogue decisions, uh, the the leveling up and perks and skills and everything's very similar to Fallout, which I love. So, and there seems like there's a fair amount of story in it too. So, I'm really excited to get more into that one. Uh, I've been playing that with another buddy of mine, but I also started a single player one too. So, 
really enjoying it. The customization's pretty good too. There's a lot of it. So otherwise, I think that's pretty much it gameplay wise. Watched a couple movies on Netflix. Nothing too special. There's a movie on there called The Final Girls. A really good movie. And I think I told you about it once before, but I'm not sure if you ever did watch it, but a really good movie. I like I've probably seen it like four or five times. I think it's like about three or four years old, but it's good. That's pretty much it for my recap. Um, how about yourself? Okay, so this week, like you said, uh, we did more Demon Souls. We beat it. Uh, I kind of helped you, I think, in almost all of your game, My World. I think you actually only helped me on one boss, uh, the Golem. And you did the trophy. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that you did get it. And then, uh, yeah, we beat it. Did New Game Plus, like we kind of said. It's just drastically harder um, to the point where I'm just, I don't need the one hit killing thing in my life. You know, I, I could see a lot of Souls fans listening to this and being like, oh, you're just kind of being a baby about it. And that could be true. But like I said, if I'm not enjoying it, why am I going to continue? Well, so, I've done New Game Plus and the other ones and the difficulty didn't spike as much in my opinion. Yeah. Like, and that's what I've heard from yeah. other people for sure. So not a big deal. And in fact, it might be perfect timing because guess what? And we'll get to it in homework, but PlayStation's having another giant sale and uh, all the Demon Souls games are on sale, including, sorry, I should say all the Dark Souls games More are on them. sale, including <laughs> Demon Souls. So if you heard about Demon Souls from me and Chris talking about it, you want to get into it, guess what? It's on sale. And if you don't like Demon Souls, but you want to play any of the Dark Souls, they're also on sale. Uh, so I bought Dark Souls 3 again, Dark Souls Remastered again, and the third one that Chris will not be expecting, the Doki Doki Literature Club game. <laughs> so uh, I bought three very random games. I'm very excited to start Dark Souls 3, even though me and Curtis beat it together probably just over a year ago. Um, I'm just excited to get back just because that game has so much customization. Uh, Dark Souls 3. Like, I know some people, they all have their favorites. You hear people say Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 1, uh, you know, Demon Souls, whatever. Uh, Dark Souls 3, it may not be some people's favorites, but it has the most customization, so many armor sets, so many weapons. Uh, I, I love that aspect of it. Plus, some of the maps are great. Like, you know, there's still always going to be the swamp that you just want to... <laughs> break your head over but whatever um so i'm excited to get back to that one or dark souls remastered uh i think i ended very close to the end of the game but uh i i need to pick it back up i think i only had three more bosses left until i beat that one i got uh, introduced into the series with dark souls 2 and i know mm -hmm. that one was probably i think most people would say that one was probably the worst i think or at least there's a divide. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. I don't know if it's genuine or not because it wasn't from software. This original team, like Miyazaki, right. didn't do that one. So I w I'm wondering if it's almost like Batman Origins, where the, that's not rock steady, so it sucks. And it's like, well, it didn't suck. Like it wasn't story wise the greatest one out there, but I thought it was fine. I thought the mm. Deathstroke fight was fun, all that stuff. I hated the one with the poison lady. I can't remember what character she was. Um, but it was fine. It wasn't so much worse than the others that I could never like think about playing it ever again. Um, so I, I hope it's not that kind of situation. Right. Yeah. Uh, so but I, 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 my, my only gripe with it was the durability on your items. Good Lord. That was just ridiculous. I don't remember having an issue with it that much. 
Oh man, your weapons broke for sure before your next bonfire. I remember having to carry two items or two weapons with me just because I knew one would break before I, I mean, got to the next bonfire. I was, I was usually heavy magic, so maybe that's why I didn't have that oh, problem. Oh yeah, much. that would change it. Yeah. And then I played the third one, which took a little while for me to get onto it, but I, I really enjoyed the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I was close to getting all the achievements on the Steam one, which we've talked about in the past. <laughs> I don't really want to get into it anymore, yeah, but the, I, the game, the game is, is pretty much dead to me now. Uh, <laughs> I got 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 hacked uh, from another player, and it screwed up my save file, and I lost potentially everything. I do have a, I did have a backup, but I think eventually I got peeved and deleted the backup. Chris, Chris, no. What did it? What did it cost you? Everything. Everything. <laughs> Thanos, come on. <laughs> Cost me everything. So I like maybe I'd be interested on console because I know there's less hacking, but oh the, the grind just to get all the the ma- stupid materials where you gotta keep killing the same three uh dudes just to hope that they drop the item you need to rank up in the tier system and unlock a spell or ah. <laughs> I'm getting angry thinking about it. But the game was fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> I liked it if you don't worry about the achievements. So And I don't. <laughs> we all know you, that. You'll enjoy it, yeah. I can be I'm the kind of guy that's like two what trophies away. Like let's say Ratchet and Clank. I'm like two trophies away from platinum. I'm like, I'm cool. <laughs> like I'll just carry on. <laughs> where I know that just eats you alive oh, inside. Yeah. And when you're that close, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Demon Souls I loved. Uh once once I got through it, it's like, yeah, I like it. So the only one yeah. I haven't really done is Dark Souls remastered. Yeah, either one. It's, it's on sale right now. We should do that together. And then Bloodborne. I'm not super far in that one either. But now I might be waiting for the whatever the PS5 thing that's going to yeah. happen with it. May as well at this point. Why bother going? I don't even remember where I am anymore. So. And then yeah, so just to end off the week, I didn't have a lot of time, but I put a few hours, or like I'd say one or two hours into the Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, basically this game is basically a text-based game. It's very anime. Pick your waifu if you want. Uh, you're just a kid in a high school, which I got to state right there is like, I knew something's up when the game literally starts and it's a high school game, right? Like you're basically the premise of the game is you go into a school club and the club you get told to go into is the literature, literature club words, Chris. They hate me. Um, so you go into the literature club, all these friends. Okay, it's high school. Great. What does the game start? All the characters shown in this game are over 18 years old. <laughs> what? That one girl you guys specifically tell me is like a first year student in the high school, which means she's got to be what? Like, oh, geez. Guess it depends on the high school system, right? But she could be 14 years old for all I know. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that at all. So what's going on later in the game that you have to tell me that she's actually 18? Uh, Seems odd, but whatever. But anyway, everyone keeps telling me this game's actually a horror game. uh, And it starts off super lighthearted. It's all about like poems and the four girls. And you get to pick which one you want to fall in love with. Great. Seems like like a cheaper dating sim that way. So much text to read. 
Uh, my brain, like, I thought my nose was bleeding at one point. <laughs> like, I'm not a very smart man. I, I don't typically read a lot. I'll, if I'm a diehard fan, I can read anime subtitles and I can read Final Fantasy games from the past. That's about it. That's my cap. I ain't going further. You can't push me, daddy. Um, so anyway, yeah, I played a bit of that. I'm not into any horror parts. Like, there's, you know, everyone talks about the twist and that's why I bought it. Where they're like, no, no, you got to play this game. So, okay. I bought it. That's my first step. We'll see how far I get into it, but uh, I'm excited to... I have made sure not to get spoiled on this game, so I am excited to see what happens uh, and if it's going to mess me up, because there is a lot of warnings at the start. Like I said, not just they, they're 18, even though they're not, but okay. Good they for all you. got held back a couple of years. Like, are they trying to say the voice actors are all over 18 and that's what <laughs> makes it okay? I don't understand. That's not how high school works. Either you all got held back six years or <laughs> you're liars, but whatever. Um, but yeah, that was my week basically in a nutshell. Uh, so we can talk about some other stuff, including gaming stuff. So Chris, did you hear that Jay Raymond's PS5 exclusive is reportedly an online service game? I did. I heard it from us looking up news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently uh, she is uh, the studio, which is based in Montreal, Canada. Uh, all that fun stuff. We're finally hearing more about what the game main title, which is, you know, the online service game part. On top of all the other people Raymond acquired, it sounds like she also just announced this week, got to the former Assassin's Creed art director, Raphael Lacoste, uh, to leave Ubisoft after... It sounds like he was there 16 years uh, to join her and Haven, uh, which should be very interesting uh, art-wise. I mean, I think you can kind of read into a little bit of the style of game that we might see here in the future. Uh, that's about it, though. You know, again, I think this game's ways off, right? Yeah, like, still I'm still way too early. Yeah, I even think three years is optimistic. I mean, if they might be like, who knows? But if uh, hearing online. You have to build an infrastructure there that's probably going to take four years. Yeah. Could be five, honestly. Yeah. Especially if you're still acquiring people. Uh, I have to imagine the visions changing each time you acquire someone and see their set of skills. Uh, I don't know. Like, you know, and again, Jade Raymond, like, I always come off as a downer, but like, she's a producer. Like, she's a producer, right? So it's just like not really an artistic, creative person. Uh, so I don't know what it means. Who knows? Maybe this is her first jab at it. And it's going to be totally her idea, or she's just going to create a great group of people that can make a game uh, that she thinks is what we need in the future. Right. I, it's hard yeah. to really say. I mean, yeah, like uh, uh, online game as a service. I know what we haven't seen too many success stories in my opinion about it. Um, very few. I would say maybe Destiny is maybe the one that's really kind of worked in that regards. There's probably a few others, but for the most part, they usually fall flat before the first year of the game is done. Um, so, I mean, I think hopefully maybe in five years, they'll have that more fine-tuned to what people actually want and need. Have an actual working game that has lots of content in it from the get-go. It's fun. has an end game. There's something like... like constant rotation maybe gear and stuff but unique gear i don't know it's i think it's there's a way to do it that'll work uh mm. but i it's just you gotta th thread the line like perfectly like that's where it's sometimes it's nice where you got some games where it's like 
like a Call of Duty where it's like you have single player story mode, you have multiplayer PvP, and then you might have zombies or something. There's very like lines drawn in the sand of what you want to do in a game. Whereas if you have a game like Assassin's Creed or something where it's like big open world, do whatever you want, and then you try to throw multiplayer in there somehow, and then you want to try to throw PvP in there somehow, it's like it's 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 hard to blend that shit uh, when you have all those different types of features, right? Yeah, because you're trying to talk to different gamer groups, yeah, uh, and keep them all invested at the same time, right? Like, because I get it, the dream is that they all love those types of gameplay, but really, in reality, I assume most people are either diehard PvP. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be more PVE. Uh, so to try to keep everyone happy, I imagine that is yeah, it's a tough order. The the division kind of does it well, right? Because you got you, you can play single player. You can play with your friends and then you have a specific dedicated zone where PVP shit, shit happens. Yeah. So like that, that's an interesting way to do it. Um, maybe like a tournament area or something, or maybe like you actually make it an event, like an esports thing where it's like, okay, every Tuesday and Thursday or something, if you, if you're signed into the game at this point in time, it's like, there's an event here. That's where destiny is also good. Cause they have tons of timed events popping up all the time. So there's ways to make it work. Let's be honest. There's ways to make it work, but it's just a lot of the ones that are out there now are just not fun. The, the end game sucks or you have every single enemy as a robot. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, and you're right. And it, like they all, a lot of them come out feeling half cooked, right? You know, like yeah. I think that's the greatest problem. And I think that's why there's such a bad taste on my tongue. Every time I have to say games of a service or online game service, whatever, whatever fun title they want to try to switch it up to be to trick me into being revigorated in that. Uh, but I, I'm not. And this is kind of a downer, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, all the people she's recruiting, they did Assassin's Creed. I enjoy most Assassin's Creed games. So, you know, it's easy for me to just blankly be like, Oh, it's going to be like a games of a service Assassin's Creed. But I don't think it would do anything like that. Like, I'm not saying it's going to be in, like right away assassins up to like 20 players and all that stuff. Uh, it might be something totally different. I really hope it is. I still kind of hope it has open world elements, uh, you know, free climbing, all that fun stuff. Uh, it might have, you know, a touch of all the things that made Assassin's Creed special, UFO, yeah. but without, you know, going to a lawsuit <laughs> because uh, it's a little too much on the nose, right? So, Chris, do you have an Apple TV Plus subscription? <laughs> no, I do not. Why? Is there well, something you want to let me know about? Well, apparently I found out this week that if you have a PS5 and you want Apple TV Plus, uh, you get apparently a six-month extended trial access because of this. So, uh, from what I understand, you just have to uh, link your PlayStation account with your Apple ID. And guess what? You get six months of uh, some of the worst content on the internet. (laughs) I'm sorry. I love Apple TV for its 4K stuff. You know, if I'm going to buy a movie, a 4K version of a movie, I do like the Apple TV app. Um, But after that, it falls short. I am not interested in almost any other series. Like, uh, let's say the one I love going to is Jason Momoa's C everyone's blind <laughs> and i'm like that's the most shitty concept i've ever heard in my life that could be the best show ever and i'll never know because i am never going to watch that show there's uh, the ubisoft top- one the mythic oh, quest or my mystic gosh. quest 
whatever it's which called. is so funny that they added a microtransaction like guy like that's his whole job in the background the guy who played abed from uh community that's his job he's a microtransactions guy i'm like of course a show that's using an ubisoft building and like source material you know they show quick glimpses of like ubisoft games like for honor and stuff will flash quickly and it's just like yeah of course they would have like that in their reality <laughs> of like yeah we gotta have a microtransactions guy because uh you know that guy just paid for a full game price so uh we gotta screw him every way um so yeah i don't know i'm not interested i i've heard some people are like oh like ted lasso is an amazing show or you know some people do enjoy mythic quest uh whatever to each their own uh so this could be relevant to you if you like charlie brown it could be amazing i think they have his stuff uh i don't know it's just it's free so i would just say take advantage for six months right you can get a lot of watching in there yep i might i might we'll see i got enough stuff from amazon netflix so Really? You get enough stuff from Amazon? I feel like that's the one service everyone talks about that I never use. They have older TV series that I used to watch, like that are finished. And I'm kind of just, it's more, a lot more rewatching things. They do have the odd like movie that you can only get from them. That is okay. Yeah. Other than, uh, oh, damn it. What was that show? The boys and the animated one that I really liked from this year invincible that's what it was yeah you really like that one yeah that was really good actually i highly recommend that series i think it was you know it was airing at the same time as falcon and winter soldier and i was it's leaps and bounds better than falcon and winter soldier so we also got an update this week that the steam deck apparently uh they misquoted their own specs for some reason So yeah, steam basically updated the specs on twitter at least fixed an error so there you go. If you're interested in the Steam Deck, I think they have a queue system that now sounds like it's working better and is help preventing scalpers. I don't know if that's actually happening, but you know, I'm reading. There's a lot of mixed things about this uh, console. I don't know about you, Chris, but over the week I've gone to many sites, and there's so many that are just one site's like, "Oh, this is the greatest thing." You know, it's the second coming of Christ, and the next site's like, mm, "I don't know," like it the screen can do 60 Hertz, but it seems like it's most likely going to run at 30 at most times, which then, okay, then it's 30 frames per second. Like I was saying in the previous episode. Uh, so I don't know. I just say the, the jury's out. Nobody knows what the hell is going to happen with this thing until it's, you know, in somebody's hands. I, I feel at this point. Yeah. Um, it's very truly an optional device. Uh, and there is, I am more hesitant about it too. And the fact that steam has, released hardware in the past uh and other things in the past that they kind of left behind and let the elements eat away at it (laughs) as it dissolved into the nothingness because it's just frankly they i don't know they just give up on devices in the past so yeah it's like i kind of want to see make sure this thing hits the ground running and see what the press is see what people and then it gets supported right i think that's the bigger thing yeah that's true too and like, yeah, looking at honestly having a week away from it uh, and somewhat updating myself on more stuff that comes out on it. I, I think I land more on I, I still say what, you know, echo what I said last episode where I'm glad this exists. I'm glad, you know, we're going to switch things up with it. 
I just, I definitely still don't want it at all, but I think that's more to do with me not being a mobile gamer. Same. Um, I still think if you're an average person and you have indie games, I, I that, and I think that's what this is mainly going to be for. I do think they're touting, like toting that, you know, this still, this can run AAA games, but I just have a hard time believing that you're on a bus trying to play, and you know, this is just bias for me, but you're trying to play Dark Souls 3 on a bus and you're fighting a boss and you hit a bump and you're just dead because of some stupid outside thing right or even control like some of these games are difficult you know even in the picture i'm looking at they're showing doom eternal and i'm like that's a difficult game i i just don't think in a mobile setting you're going to have the attention span to play a lot of these games so then i see hades i'm like yeah that's more believable to me not that that's a super easy game either you know it's a rogue so whatever but I, I'm just like, okay, it's something that if it were me, I'm maybe going to play my old Fall Fantasies on. Uh, I could just see a lot of old nostalgic games getting put on that thing. Uh, and in that sense, great. If you think like, you know, this expensive $400 machine is worth it to you for, you know, that experience, then get them. Because mobile gaming, it's clearly a thing. Uh, I just, yeah, I think it. I think my disconnection is just them pushing the trip lays and i'm like ah like even if my phone could do it i wouldn't do it <laughs> i just don't yeah. understand like i want that experience to be on the big screen right like you know god of war i feel like you would lose something playing it on a seven inch screen in the middle of like a mall mm-hmm. you're not gonna get the feels the music the immersion um yeah and i think that's why i just go back to indie games like that's my only way of like reasoning why this thing exists yeah Games that are easy to just pop in and out of too, right? Yeah, exactly. I think there's, yeah, a lot of games that, you know, whew, what's one Some strategy games might be interesting on there. Mm-hmm. Like tactic style games, like the XCOMs, being if you can just easily jump in and jump out, continue your, your battle, all that type of thing. But then I, even yep. though like the grand scheme ones, like playing Civilization on it, that just seems like would be painful yeah oh yeah yeah i think there's gonna be well and then i'm just thinking too like some games and we've seen this before but they just don't translate to a smaller screen so i'm just i'm curious like is their operating system going to be ready for every type of game and make sure it actually works on a small screen like you know can i read everything or the buttons you know am i going to be able to see you know there's just micro details especially that you brought up a like a civ like game I was just like, am I going to be able to see everything? Like, how is that going to translate? It'd be cool if you could hook up your, like, uh, Valve Index to it. And then you could do VR anywhere. <laughs> but yeah. that, but I don't know if, if... I'm not all up on the VR specs. If if the Valve Index, if they use external cameras, I'm, I can't remember if... if I think they do. Yeah. There's but one it, that doesn't. There's one think. that does its inside-out tracking or something. Yeah. Right? So, but... It'd be cool if you could do that where you could set up VR literally anywhere. Because I know that's the, I mean, the downside to VR is you're still restricted to where you're playing it, right? But I also think, doesn't VR require like some pretty good power GPU wise? And I just, looking at the Steam Deck, I'm like, I don't think 1.6 um, teraflops is going to give you that. Yeah, it's hard to say. It depends how much is actually pro- processed <laughs> it's like in rendered, the VR unit itself. It's like your VR headset's going to render it 480i. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're playing crash bandicoot <laughs> it's like it looks like the nintendo 64 <laughs> awesome uh so any our last pre-discussion here uh chris did you get a chance to check out ubisoft's new first person shooter no i didn't what is it 
Oh, apparently it's X defiant. Uh, and in the article I read, it's intentional that they put the X there because then it looks like a laughing emoji because they want you to know they're edgy as shit. Chris. Oh, XD. Okay, I get it. Yeah, that's the so, joke. It's apparently a six-on-six free-to-play arena shooter named X Defiance, and yes, the XD combination is meant to look like a laughing emoji. Customizable character classes that will be equipped with different abilities and weapons. Ubisoft also says the gunplay has always been a top priority throughout development, so there's hope that X Defiant will play particularly well. The game's coming to both PS5 and PS4, but there's no release window yet. Uh, basically, if you are looking for a edgy punk-esque freaking call of duty game uh congratulations here it is i think what pissed people off the most though at this reveal is that they title it a tom clancy game which i think holds a certain regard with that name that this is not going to meet you know when you think rainbow six or tom clancy splinter cell uh, like even division you know it hits a certain mark but I, i i don't know this one's interesting um, I'm just going to say I'm not really into it. Uh, I'm, you know, I feel like they have neat edgy costumes only for the sake of probably trying to get you to buy more of those costumes. Uh, it just screams to me like, oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like that's the, oh, look how unique this hat is. Well, guess what? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Ubisoft. It feels like they're just like late to the market for everything. Cause they yeah. had that, they had their, like, they were I feel like they were last to like battle royales with their uh, their game Hyperscape, and it's it just did so bad. And now they come out with this game where it's like a team based kind of Overwatch. It's, it feels like they're last to the market with this type of thing now too. With you know every guy has their unique power and ability and everything. And I feel like it's 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 probably gonna just die on impact. I don't know. Well, I didn't see anything about agree. it, but it's just I don't know. It just from what you've told me about it. It already seems like a cosmetic mess of microtransactions and shit. So I don't know. I don't know why they're late to the market. And they had Rainbow Six Siege, which is a great team. I think team one. But you bringing up the hyperscape, I think it brings up a even bigger point to me that I think it's more. I think you're right that they're late, but I think it's more that they don't want to give up on this high, or I should say, low risk, high reward scenario. These games aren't that expensive to make. And if they stick, if they stick, you're looking at like Call of Duty Warzone money, right? Yeah. And that's what they want. So I think you're right. Hyperscape was the first attempt. It failed. And right away, they're like, back at it, boys. Back at it. We got to get those microtransactions. Go get them. So they're just coming out with another one. And honestly, if this one fails, I wouldn't be surprised if they try another one. They're going to keep going until they find something that just brings a a tidal wave. Yes, until a tighter wave of cash, of microtransaction cash, that dirty, dirty gold hits them. Yeah, actually, I think you sold this to me. I think that's exactly what this is, is they just need something to finally stick. And uh, here we are with another trial and error. Yep. Okay, so that is everything I think we need to talk to before we get to our number one and only news article. So we go into the news. What is the news this week? It is EA's Play Live event 2021 uh, event, I should say. And uh, they had six reveals for us. And we'll start with number one, Grid Legends. It is a racing game. And uh, more than that, it actually has a story mode. So I watched it. I'm not a racing driver, car, game person at all. 
Um, but the, the story mode seemed intense. There was some aggression shown and people who don't want to race well together. And uh, that makes me actually slightly interested. If this was, for whatever reason, if this ever showed up on PlayStation Plus for free, I, I might actually try it, honestly, just because I want to push another driver around and be like, I drive faster than you. I, play, I put I, my foot on the pedal better. <laughs> I, I've played the old older grid games uh, in the past, not religiously, maybe a couple hours here and there, um, but they were uh, pretty good quality, if I had to say, of a racing game for like coming out of left field. I mean, it's hard to compete against like the Gran Turismo or the Forzas or anything like that, the big, big name title ones. But mm -hmm. I thought grid like quality wise, it looked good. Uh, and it played well too. I remember having fun doing some of the drifting in that game. So um, I think there's, there's, a, I think there might be a hole in the market for a racing game, like a good, good quality racing game. And if this one hits well, it, it, it could be big. It could do mm. it. It could make it because they got the quality behind it. So I agree. Yeah, I've never played one before, but I think uh, it, again, it looked impressive to me actually. So. We're going to see. Maybe this could match uh, Horizon. Who knows? Uh, I'm sure they're going to try. Aim for the moon and hope to hit the stars. Good, sir. I probably messed that saying up. Uh, so then we move on to our second reveal of the day. It's Apex Legends Emergence. Uh, looks like another season. Uh, ranked area arena, sorry, matches, new characters, weapons, what you've kind of grown to be expecting in one of these seasonal updates. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. If you're an Apex Legends fan, uh, get hyped. If you're not, then uh, carry on, weary soul. So we move on to number three, Lost in Random. This one is probably tied for my game of the show in this event. Uh, we talked about this a long time ago when we first saw it. And right away, it hit me, Tim Burton-esque game. Uh, it definitely has my kind of vibes. I am not an indie guy whatsoever. I probably played more of this last year than I have ever uh, with Little Nightmare and Doki Doki Literature. I mean, I guess not all of them qualify as a indie indie game, but that title is very loose nowadays, so I feel comfortable using it. Um, but yeah, anyway, this game looks aesthetically pleasing as all hell. Uh, the only thing that scared me is they talked about the use of cards in battle and anytime I hear about card battles, I just immediately start to have uh, a seizure basically. So I don't know about you, Chris. Uh, I think this one's going to be more of a me ass game. Um, yeah. I like, I, I don't mind the card aspect and the dices and all that kind of stuff. It, it, I'm interested in it, but this one actually to me feels like a really good game that I wouldn't mind watching you play the game. Mm -hmm. Like you, you share your screen and I'll watch you play it. Cause I, I, it's it's one of those ones that sure I would play probably play it too, but it's like I think I would get just as much enjoyment just watching somebody else play it. So, but yeah, it looks yeah. interesting if they price it right. It'll probably it'll, mm. probably it'll probably do well. I agree with that. Uh, also, on top of that, we found out it is releasing. Guess what? It's a game that's actually releasing this year, September tenth. Hooray! We actually have something to play. <laughs> uh, so I was very excited to hear that, and then we moved on to number four. Here's one that could not have moved the needle at all in my life. Knockout City Season 2, uh, Fight at the Movies. Apparently, it's uh, movie-themed maps. Look forward to that July 27th. And uh, I'm not a Knockout City guy. I've heard people talk about it. I saw this video. I thought the character models looked atrocious. I was like, this is 
borderline PS2 for me in terms of like there's just blocky, weird looking models that don't move well. The animations look stiff as hell. Yeah, there's a bunch of flying colors, and I think that's probably the redeeming factor for this game. And it must play well because people seem to be enjoying it. Uh, so I guess I'll give it those accolades, but uh, definitely not one for me. I don't know about you, Chris, if you've ever even uh, had any. I've seen some in. people play it. It's it's I don't know. I can't get enough of my friends to play some of these goofy ones that often. It's like we we more into the serious games. Not to say that Knockout City isn't serious, but I mean, come on. <laughs> But I mean, it's it's it is what it is. I remember way back when, what when we were was it E three or prior E three? I don't even remember when we first saw Knockout City. It's like it's dodgeball, and yeah. then, and then we moved on with our lives. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's interesting. It's fun. It's one of those arcade style games. I don't think it's as good as like Fall Guys or anything. I think Fall Guys is more fun. It's, it's in my opinion, it's, it's a very similar style type of not i mean it's dodgeball but you know what i mean like arcadey style gameplay so yeah but uh yeah this does nothing for me cool well then i guess we are in full agreement on that one okay so then we go to the The big one one. the one i mentioned before that is tied for my excitement battlefield 2042 uh kind of re-showed everything they have already released and then on top of that they talked about finally this portal mode that they're very excited apparently Dice LA now Ripple Effect uh, worked on this, and it sounds interesting. If you're a diehard Battlefield fan, I'm I like Battlefield. I think it's better than Call of Duty for a lot of reasons, but I'm not a diehard fan. Like you know, I loved Battlefield Four. Uh, I can't remember the ones I played before that, but I was typically more the modern Battlefield player. I didn't like Battlefield Five. Uh, I just battlefield world war one. I had no interest in any of that stuff. Um, so this one apparently lets you customize matches and maps. So the, you know, one video that was hilarious that they showed is one side was, uh, I think world war two Germans with knives and the other side was like more modern soldiers with uh heart defibrillators <laughs> and that's the only weapons you get and you just see like them rushing each other and i'm like okay that's clever apparently they're gonna allow you to like pick maps from prior call of duties like bad company 2 battlefield stuff like that sorry what did i say call of duties it'd be cool if you could play call of duty maps in battlefield <laughs> So yeah, they'll apparently let you pick and choose from pre like prior Battlefield games, uh, including maps from Bad Company 2, uh, I guess Battlefield 5, stuff like that. Um, and then yeah, you can also swap those weapons, all that fun stuff, and different times and genres of, like, like I was telling you, like World War II soldiers versus like more modern day, and that actually apparently feeds some of the different gameplay modes. They're going to have a, like a swarm of World War II soldiers versus a very few select of modern day soldiers, which I thought was kind of interesting because you have better tech. So you should be able to take down more, but you're going to be overwhelmed. It's almost going to feel like an online zombie mode that's not zombies, right? So it actually, this one's hard for me because it's going to, like, it's EA, so I know it's going to be like $70 price point and there's no single player game, but it does seem like they're doing their work for the multiplayer. And like I said, bullet drop, Chris. Bullet drop. <laughs> um, so yeah, very excited for that. Uh, I think I might be picking that up this year. It'll be my first first wow, that's a really weird sentence. It'll be my first first person shooter in quite some time. Uh probably since Black Ops 2, honestly. 
Uh, so anyway, we get to the last reveal of the night and uh, reveals a strong term for this one. Uh, Dead Space. They didn't. They just called Dead Space, but it's a remake, mm-hmm. revision, like reimagining. Maybe? Sorry. Um, yeah, we're not sure. I did put in notes. Barely a trailer. <laughs> Disappointing. Mm. And uh, the one that scares me the most that no one's talking about right now is it's made in the frostbite engine dead space is a third person game right chris yep is that fair to say yep what's the last time we've heard about a third person perspective game being made in frostbite being a good thing um i don't know exactly because there's nothing good that comes from frostbite engine was that not anthem's big problem they said constantly that the frostbite is holding it back yeah yes and that is what we're getting here with dead space what we need is we need the people at capcom to call them and be like hey we'll let you guys use our re engine uh we'll we'll license it out to you guys for the dead space game boom big hits make money Or even let them use the Unreal Engine, like for Christ's sakes, like you, like this kind of pisses me off because I can't remember how many years ago this problem was. It was pretty much right after Anthem, but they finally came out and said like, oh, we don't force people to use Frostbite, which, you know, it sounds like it's a lie if you can believe anything the interview suggested. Uh, And then they said that they wouldn't in the future. And it's like, then I see the Frostbite Engine on this trailer and instantly I'm like, well, this is going to run like shit. Uh, Where's that... um, Callisto protocol. I'll I'll take one of those, please. <laughs> like I'm just you know it, it almost takes all the excitement out for me because I could be totally wrong and maybe they learn how to use it, but I know that this is probably going to stress out the development team and that kind of upsets me. I just you guys got to get rid of this frostbite engine if you want to use it for first person shooters. Go to town. It looks great. I admittedly like you know Battlefront looked great at the time. It did, but. That's about it. That's all it seems to work for. Anything else, it apparently is just one step forward, two steps back every time. As far as the so game itself, Chris, um, yeah. I'd be willing to get it, maybe? Like, I don't remember it being a very long game, the first one, so I would hope that they would add more content to it because it was pretty short, if I recall. So I don't see mm-hmm. myself wanting to pay full price for this. Uh, and I feel like this is definitely going to be a full price game because it's EA. So I don't think this is a day one for me. I think this is more of a, a year one for me. <laughs> like, Because <laughs> it's just, I don't want to pay full price for it. I, it's a very good game. I loved it a lot. I don't know. I don't think I'd get my value out of it unless they added more to it. Or they add maybe a multiplayer mode or some something. I don't know. I, I really don't know. But I mean, it's. I'm sure it'll be good. But and I don't know. The trailer itself was very. I don't know. It was very much a teaser trailer. It's like I oh, honestly yeah. don't think they have anything ready for the game yet. Yeah, I feel like basically when we got the rumor, it sounds almost like a couple of people around a table are like, you know what, we should bring back Dead Space, and then it leaked, and they're like, oh, we don't have anything. Like, oh crap. Like, I guess we have to show this thing. Um, yeah, I'm very confused about it too. I, I, I would not be, uh, you know, holding your breath to see anything more for this in the next year or even two, probably, probably. And then at that point, I think we'll have better, newer horror games to play. 
Yeah. Or at least ones that'll be coming out sooner than later anyway. I agree with that. Okay, so we got through the entire EA Live Play event. Uh, So much news. (laughs) Yeah, just so much news. Uh, So anyway, we're just going to end this, uh, you know, put this little doggy down, unfortunately. Uh, and just, you know, call it as it is. So anyway, going to homework. What is homework? Homework is when we don't have enough time, <laughs> but we really do, uh, to get to all the news articles. So we just give you where you can find them, what they're about. Go educate yourselves if they interest you. And, uh, here we go. Horizon Star Aloy is joining Genshin Impact as a free five-star character. This one comes from Gamers. I'm Games downloading Radar. it now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we also have a new Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut trailer shows off Iki Island expansion. This one comes from VGC. I'm very excited. That was a good trailer. Uh, I'm actually back on board that this might be longer than I thought it you was think? originally. I keep seeing people debating like, it's there's no way this is 20 hours. And I'm like, no, no, mm. I don't think it's 20, but this no. might be 15. I and that be. is depth for the price of a mission. That is well worth it. Yeah, like I can imagine them adding 20 hours of stuff where there's more the content's not just on the island like you might have missions that spill onto the mainland right mm-hmm. there's easy it's easy to do it so uh i'm super looking forward to this i really want to mm-hmm. jump back in the world and uh play a new game plus yep and i'm i'm i, I don't know. take my money god damn it just take it uh ps store summer sale discounts so many big ps5 ps4 games this one comes from push square uh, that is what I was referring to when I got all those Dark Souls games and my, well, I guess Doki Doki I paid full price for it, so don't judge me. But uh, there's lots of good sales on there. Like I said, Demon Souls is on there. You got PS5 games on there. Uh, look into it. There is a crap ton of sales there. So, uh, and there's games that I'm not even going to mention, but like I said, go through it. You're probably going to find something you're interested in. You could literally throw a dead cat in any direction. You're going to hit something. So, Chris, you'll take the last three. The PS5 Digital Edition Revisions sheds 300 grams off the size of the console uh, because it changes its screws. Why didn't we talk about this? This sounds like main news that we need to be talking about. (laughs) 300 grams for screws? (laughs) So many grams. That one comes from Push Square. (laughs) Yeah, who cares where it comes from? (laughs) Tencent Tables 1.3 billion takeover of Sackboy Dev Sumo Digital. That one comes from Push Square. That's a pretty big acquisition. If it, I think it still has to go through technically. I thought I read that it was still like yeah, nearly I'm, accepted or something. But yeah, it's like Disney and Fox. Like you know, a couple signatures. Yeah, the chip shortage, which is affecting every part of gaming, could drag into 2023. This article can be found on IGN. Uh, let's hope that's not the case. Although I think you and I are okay because we have our PS5s. Ooh, we rubbing in the salt <laughs> into the wounds. Uh, I did not say that. Please don't get me. You know what else? Actually, before we quit out, another fun point, Chris, is a mention that wasn't in the EA Play. I forgot to talk about. No Dragon Age Four or nothing from Bioware. They still exist. I found out that. Dragon Four or Dragon Age Four is on track for 2023, <laughs> and that's on track. If it gets delayed, oh, that, that's my on track. God. That's on, on track. So what they're saying is it was always going to be 2023, and yeah, bullshit. 
Veteran RPG studio Bioware skipped EA Play Live 2021 earlier this week, meaning we didn't get any new updates from Dragon Age 4. Because, you know, they couldn't, they can only show us so much <laughs> drawings. Art. Oh my God. Like so much game art in my <laughs> eyes. However, in a new report, Venture Beat cites sources that say Dragon Age 4 development is going well and it's currently on track for a 2023 release window. Going well, that game's been in development for what feels like my child's entire life. As VGC points out, 2023 has already seemed a likely target for Bioware and EA. Back in 2019's financial call, the publisher stated that Dragon, 4 Age, uh, Dragon <laughs> Age 4 wasn't expected to release before fiscal 2023. Four Age Dragon. <laughs> you... <laughs> piece of shit dragon it's fair to assume that we're going to be waiting for dragon age 4 blah 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 so yeah there you go chris uh that is why it wasn't there and uh holy moly if that's on track like i said let us pray to any religion that you believe in that there is no delay because then that's a 2024 ass game you know it's bad when you're starting to get behind bethesda games <laughs> in release <laughs> <laughs> I get it, like you can't afford another anthem, but God help me, right? Yeah, are you? I guess you're excited for Dragon Age. It's always a mixed bag. I hated Dragon Age Inquisition, which I know some people love because a lot of people hated Dragon Age Two. I didn't think Dragon Age Two was amazing, but I think it's better than uh, the Inquisition one. And I really, I still think Dragon Age One on PC is the best one. Yeah, it had side quests that matter, which made it feel like The Witcher. Uh, I love that it, you could play it live, you could stop it. Anytime you want, Chris, don't tell Final Fantasy Remake that. But anytime you want to stop it, you can just hit space. And, you know, you know that's one of the games where I'm like, oh, I, this needs to be on PC. I, I like playing this on PC. Hmm. Then you could mod the shit of it. So I know people made extra quests and content and armor sets. It was great. It was a great game. I, I That's a fun memory. But, yeah, it's just a series that seems to get worse every time they release something. But anyway, that is it for this week. That is it for the non-news. Uh, thanks for joining us again. We're sorry about the news flow, but guess what? I can only shake so many people and get so much news out of them. Uh, so thank you again for joining us. Uh, we appreciate everything. You know, like we always say, your time's your most valuable currency. Giving any of that to us humbles us. We love you. And until next week, goodbye. Goodbye. Beep.